0: I trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the love life you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 8020 Wonder Club, you need to be. The 8020 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of season one in a categorized list by age and relationship status, my foundational principles in video, and a multimedia library of my content, including my book, relationship evals, and much more. The best part is that you'll have access to all episodes of Season 2 the moment they're ready. Otherwise, you'll only be getting Season 2 on your listening platform once every eight weeks or so. Don't miss out. Join the 8020 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. That's the 8020wonder.club. Be consistently and successfully mindful of the best ways to make your men wonder by becoming a member of the 8020 Wonder Club. It's just 80 cents for the first month. That's the 8020wonder.club, and I'll see you in the clubhouse.
1: When we get right with ourselves vis a vis what works with men, we have the
2: relationships that
1: we desire deserve
2: sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life welcome to make him wonder with coach paula grooms where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert unscripted unfiltered understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love
1: hi there and welcome to make him wonder i'm your host coach paula a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Well, we're in still summer of 2020. You're listening to this, and our world is turning upside down on a daily basis. So I'm all about keeping it real here with love. That is so important that we have in our lives now more than ever. So I wanted to have a guest back today that has been with us previously and you may recognize her. It is 47-year-old Susan who is back from episodes 16 and 45. Yes, because we're in our, oh my gosh, we're in our 50s now with episodes, I mean. Susan wowed us with her tales of past marriages, and there have been three, and her dating life filled with maligners, miscreants, and all-around misfits. It seems Susan might finally be at the end of her rope as she states her quote-unquote dating life sucks, and that she might finally be on the right track as she is beginning to ask questions about whether or not she is self-sabotaging her romantic life. Welcome back, Susan. Hello, how are you? I'm good and I'm so happy to have you back. My goodness, yeah. you're a veteran now. I am, <laughs> I'm a
3: pro. I've gone through you before marriage, now you're married and I'm still stuck. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk
1: about that, right? And that's why I'm so happy <laughs> yeah. to have you back. And happy that you um you know you wrote to us with this statement that you're wondering if you are self-sabotaging. I want you to catch us up from the, um, you know, you were living with someone previously. I don't know whether you still are. What has happened there? We're
3: all ears. Okay. So him and I are still living together, but we are not boyfriend and girlfriend. We ended up after knowing each other for almost 30 years, deciding that our friendship was easier than us dating um and on a daily basis now, I try not to uh hurt him in any way because he drives me nuts. that's why we're not dating anymore um but he's still one of my best friends. We hang out quite a bit we you know we bought a we got a bigger place, so we're not all over each other's areas. He's got his own room I got my own room. Um, any guy that I've met, I tell him, you know, I have a male roommate, I hope you can understand that. You know, they usually don't know that we've dated the past because it was such a brief time that we dated. It wasn't, I don't really consider it a relationship. Um, but I've still been talking to a few people that I talked to before him and still nothing. You know They'll ghost me for a while, and then all of a sudden, they'll come back in my life and want to say, hey, what's up? I've missed you. Well, you stopped talking to me. You can miss me all you want. I just, I'm at the point right now where it's like, you know, what did I do wrong? And they're like, oh, you've done nothing wrong. Well, obviously, I did. I must have said hi to you or something because you're gone faster than Casper. And I don't know... What's going on? You know, just a little while ago, I was asking my guy who I've been talking to for almost two years now. Um, I asked him, I said, so what was wrong with me? And he's like, you know, I answered that last night. It has nothing to do with you. It's my situation. Well, then move on because you know what I'm looking for. I'm at my wit's end.
1: I'm glad you got in touch then because this is uh, what it's all about. Because I'm hearing Mm -hmm. just in that little... um, scenario you just gave about the uh, guys who are kind of coming back into your life, then ghosting you, even though they seem to be all over it, you know, the hot and cold thing you're getting and the Mm -hmm. hither and yon, you know, they're here and there, all of that. And believe it or not, that is in your control. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't feel like that, but it
3: is. Well, Well, what it feels like to me is that, you know, they, they really like me at first, they want to go out and do something, but then somebody who they think that grass is greener on, they're like, oh, well, I want to try this person. Well, when that doesn't work out, because I'm actually not a bad catch. I know this from personal experiences. The, wedding, the marriages that I was in, I did not get left. I left them. I know I'm not a bad person, but it's like they think that they're always going to have the grasses greener, and then they realize now they want to come back into my life, and I'm like, I'm over you. You Mm -hmm. stop talking to me. Okay. And then I feel like I'm a total bitch. Ah, okay.
1: So, and I know that's a big struggle for you because you are such a good person, and you are so nice, and you want... Thank you. Nice and accommodating and, and show a man your two colors of how nice you are. But there's a foundational issue here that you're missing. And that is what will hurt you and what has been hurting you certainly of late and certainly since your most recent marriage.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because these uh, guys that you're talking about are... What we know to be consumers, mm-hmm. and they will consume you, consume any amount of time, attention and/ or affection you're willing to give them, for as long as you are willing to give it, with absolutely no thought of moving anything forward. Mm-hmm. That's just a reality. And it doesn't mean that they are bad. It doesn't mean they're bad people. Doesn't mean they're bad men. It means they are men. And a normative Mm -hmm. state of a man is in the state of being a consumer. And if you've read my book, you know what I mean by that. It means Mm -hmm. he fits the five criteria of being a consumer, he is not where he wants to be in his life in some way, shape, or form. Normally, or I should say, most typically, that's in his vocation. Sometimes it can be in his advocation as well, meaning a very important hobby to him. Mm -hmm. Financially, he's not where he wants to be. Thirdly, in terms of men who we're talking about in the older age range, I mean 50 and up, it mm-hmm. could be that there's a lot of stuff that they haven't worked through in terms of failures in other relationships and or ego fulfillment with women in their life, heretofore, all manner of things that can come into play. Mm-hmm. And then when we're talking about the criteria for being a consumer is that you We're talking any woman for him that has not captured his attention in a way whereby he can start to really feel what he needs to feel so that he can move up the scale to become a potential buyer. And this... Mm -hmm podcast is all about that and the name of the podcast incorporates it and that is
3: mm-hmm.
1: make him wonder mm-hmm. and it is not who you are you know that and that's what is kind of a uh, kind of messes with your mind because you mm-hmm. know is it hasn't an, anything to do with who you are foundationally who you show them to
3: be right you know that mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no problem getting them to talk to me because they always tell me you're so pretty and da da da. Well, you know, you need to get to know me for more than just my look because I've talked to a lot of my male friends and I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Did I do something to scare your species? Um, you know, I mean, you know that my best friend is a male. He's been my best friend for years. I've known him 30 years and. You know, I've asked him many times because he has a different end of the spectrum because he's trying to date men, of course, and we bounce off of each other at all times. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, and he's like, nothing that I can see. He's like, you're a great catch. And of course, to him, I was too heavy. I know I'm not obese. I know I'm not that way. But to him, he likes, you know, stripper poles. For dates and you know I told them I said you know you're fat and bald right so it's gonna be hard for you to get that kind and then I tell them I said so you know what I'm looking for why can't I get that I have talked to them I've met them and all of a sudden it's like you say oh let's go have a drink or let's go have dinner and they're like well um, and then it starts making me go okay are they married because I've had that a lot lately up to where they can only see me at certain times of the day or only come to my house to hang out. And then i later find out that they're married. So that one's a good one now. Um, I'm not dating paraplegics anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not dating midgets anymore. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to change my standards. Like all of my friends have told me, you need to change what you're looking at. And I even had another guy that I'm kind of seeing tell me, you need to change this about you. Okay, so I've tried that. And what is this? Well, he told me that I need to not accept just anything. So that's why I stopped dating. Because you know me. I don't judge a book by its cover. I've always given everybody a chance. I don't care their race, creed, religion, looks, disability. You know that with me. Cause we've heard my stories, but he told me, he says, you need to change your level of guy. He goes, because you're, you're a good person. And he's the type of level of guy that I, I would like, but he's a workaholic. So we typically actually have the same work schedule, which is weird. But when he's off, he doesn't have time to see me either because he's working on his cars. And I'm like, okay, well then you obviously aren't ready for a relationship because you would make time for me so i told him that i think i said i think you put me in a friend zone no 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 i said well you're not wanting the only dates we've had we've gone to the grocery store twice That is not a date i understand it's during the coronavirus but at the same time come on there's things that are open there's masks you've seen what i've looked like under a mask since that's the new fashion trend you know i You know what type of person I am. You've hung out with me numerous times. I mean, I've even gone over to his house and helped wash his cars so we could hang out. Because I was like, what else else am I supposed to do? You know, and then I just recently met somebody who's on the younger side. And so far, so good. But I'm just waiting on pins and needles for something to happen there. Okay. So.
1: I want you to take a deep breath because there is so much here you can do.
3: (laughs) And And the tail on the donkey?
1: (laughs) When you say you're self-sabotaging, you know, there's a lot of meanings to that. But in a sense, Mm -hmm. you are. And you don't even know how you are. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the issue.
3: Well, They're... I kind of feel I know, but what works good for one guy doesn't work good for another. So then am I like, is that the self-sabotage?
1: No, not at all. Not okay. at all. No. Nope. And what I'm hoping that you get by the end of this is something that I tell all the women that are working with me because they eventually understand this on the deepest, deepest level, and that is, when we get right with ourselves vis-a-vis what works with men, we have the relationships that we desire and deserve. And what I mean by that is that we are the mechanics of relationships, and it can be very simple with men when we approach them in a way that they need for their abilities to come out in terms of relating. And that's what is very difficult for women who are the natural connectors, cooperators caretakers and communicators of the world and all that's been happening for you in terms of the self-sabotaging is that you are attempting to relate to them in a way that comes extremely natural to you to relate but it does not work to get men in terms of the long run in terms of through Mm -hmm. time and a relationship. You are a pretty puppy, so they are going to just naturally be attracted to you. And not only are you a pretty puppy, you are so um, um, wonderful in your your way of relating initially, like you're fun and you're approachable. All of those Mm -hmm. things that make it that much more enticing for them initially. And that's what you're Mm -hmm. getting. So it messes with your mind to not understand why they wouldn't continue, right? Especially when they're telling you initially how they feel. Those feelings are there. And I'll explain how those feelings are there because I know you are a a doggy lover, an animal lover.
2: Those feelings
1: are there just as when you are walking down the street and you see a cute puppy, or mm-hmm. just, it doesn't even have to be a puppy. It can be just a sweet, uh it could be a dog on its last legs, but there's something about mm-hmm. it, right? Because you just mm-hmm. love animals. Right. And you go up to it, and it looks up at you, it's, it's kind of tired and, and sad looking, and you just adore it, right? hmm and you want to pet it and touch it. And those feelings in that moment are of affection, right? Mm-hmm. For this puppy or this little doggie, just affection. And it is there in you and it's real. And the moment you walk off, right, and something else mm-hmm. catches your attention or eye, you no longer think about it. Correct? Mm-hmm. Right, that's what it is we have to know that because that is males with us we are all puppies right. to them so we have to know right. that that's the case and do what is necessary for them if we want the chance of having a relationship now that sounds like a lot of work
3: right Not really, and I feel like I've been doing that with a few of them by like letting them text me first instead Mm of you know me texting them first. Mm -hmm. But then it's like I don't hear from them for days, and I'm like, okay, they completely forgot about me, and then oh no, I've just been busy. Okay, I know they've been dating other people. So we're
1: really getting into the nitty gritty because you and I have talked a number of times, right?
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: it's I'm going to tell you right now, it's not nearly enough. It's not nearly enough. Okay. This is hard work. Why I'm in business. Why yeah. women hire me. Because it is getting to what what is real change. The real change that must come about in us. And I know that sounds, um, you know, a little woo-woo or... Um, It just can be strange and like, oh, you know, I've heard that a million times. When you change yourself, things change and all of that, right? But the foundational principles here, in terms of what a man really um, wants and seeks out in his life, is it requires change. Because Mm -hmm. I'm hearing all manner of things. That don't serve you. And I I catch them here and there. And all that you've said. And this guy that you're. One of the guys that you're seeing now. um, One of them said. You just accept anything. That's beginning to change for you. But not to the degree that it must. In order for you to succeed. And I don't mean. mm, Even. That the. Types of men. So to speak, it's what you do and hold yourself to achieve with any man. Mm -hmm. Any man. And I'm hearing with the man that has, uh, you say, here's what I heard. We've gone on two dates to go grocery shopping. That's not a date. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. That isn't a date. true and however that came about that hurt you it did not help you Mm -hmm. okay because this is a man you say he's a workaholic he's somewhat achieved
3: oh very much so
1: okay so he knows what a date is Mm -hmm. he knows and by you talking to him the way that you have, you're hurting your chances completely. Okay. Yep. In other words, you accepted going to the store with him. What does that tell mm -hmm. him? What does that tell him?
3: Well, I thought at first, because the first time we went, it was like, yeah, let's go at least hang out and get to know each other. You know, I'll go with you. It was under you know, the beginning of COVID where everybody everything was locked down here in the state of Texas. You know, and so the only places you could go were to the grocery store or home. And so I said, Well, I gotta grab it I gotta go grab a few things and he says, Well, I gotta grab some stuff too. Why don't we go? And I said, Okay, let's do that. I'll come over to your house. We can go to the store, hang out for a while and then you know, whatever, and so that was the day that I also helped him wash his car, and we went, we had fun, I mean, we talked, and that was a great time, I mean, we did have fun that first trip, it was like actually being able to feel like a normal couple, what a normal couple would do in a relationship, but then the second time when we went, it was like, okay, can I stop you here, I just want to go over the first, okay, Uh because there are so many things here
1: that it just can't happen this way. It will okay. not ever bring you to what you're looking for. Okay. It just won't. And yes, you had a great time. He did too. You probably felt he had a good time too, right? hmm Yeah. yeah. hmm Because when uh, you're available to take my my puppy for a day and you romp around with it and have fun with it and do your chores with it. It's wonderful, right? Mm -hmm. You have a good time. But, you know, I'm going to take it back. You didn't have to do anything and make any decision and forward movement to actually get time with The puppy you want to perhaps adopt, okay? Right. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. When you are casual about it, he will be casual about it and nine out of ten times
3: will not work at all. How did you meet? On a website, because I can't seem to meet anybody else anywhere else. Nobody, no man, I've had one guy approach me ever in person. So most of the time, my stuff is on websites. Okay. And I've tried all kinds. Online is fine.
1: But I'm going to tell you, I already know that it's going to go awry. Because it does so easily with online meetings. It Mm -hmm. is difficult and it takes strategy to do it and why I have Mm -hmm. my One Love program, Online Mm -hmm. to Never Ending Love, because I developed a way from the very first interactions on the app, on the site, whatever, very first interactions with the men Mm -hmm. to get them to The third step, which without it, sets you up for failure, most likely. And that is getting them on a call. And it's done in a very uh, easy, lovely, value-based way. Mm -hmm. And when I say value-based there's a, a number of things that you've likely heard me talk about and others have heard me talk about on this podcast is that men are all about the three C's that I talk about, my three C's of men. They are about challenge, competition, and conquering. That is not mm-hmm. bad. That is male. That's the male energy in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Normative male energy. In, their lives in everything that they do including the women that they want and will take on eventually as if if they're ever going to as their girlfriends wives etc are about this as well mm-hmm. and that is that, that they want to achieve a woman's Time, attention, and affection, but not just any woman. One that shows herself to know that she is a diamond that just doesn't hang around with the cubic zirconiums, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. And that has to be from the very first interactions with any man. Because he makes a split-second, very internal uh, brain mm, um, assessment. And Mm -hmm. it is in his deepest reptilian brain that he makes this nanosecond uh, assessment. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is, you've heard me talk about Freud's... Madonhor complex mm-hmm. it was uh, he he quantified it and qualified for us what goes on in the deepest reptilian male brain, and it is a uh, a sociological and biological and evolutionary thing that was put in the male brain just like we have other things that are putting us as females for the same purposes. And that is to Mm -hmm. keep the species going and procreate, okay? Mm -hmm. For males, there are things that are, exceed the importance of all others. And that is that the woman be of value to be trusted, to be faithful huge if you get Mm -hmm. only one thing that is the biggest for every single male so when he is uh in the very very beginning stages with you you set Mm -hmm. the tone and you put yourself in that nanosecond assessment of him in the right category And that is woman to possibly pursue for more than just fun and sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. We think that a man should know and see us for who we are, right? Mm -hmm. We expect that those around us see us and know us for who we are. Mm -hmm. They don't, men don't, because they love us all, okay? We have to prove to them from the initial interactions, and that's what's so important. It is the foundational part of, of, you know, uh, the program that allows you to get to the next level of date, Mm -hmm. and especially now, and it's funny because, People talk about, well, now, you know, you can't date, it's COVID, there's this and that. I, you know, it, it's, it's so interesting because really this is a time when um, life is throwing us lemons. Women can make lemonade. And I'll tell you why it's because this pandemic and social distancing and all of it has slowed us down. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more valuable for women to utilize in terms of getting a man's true, real, and deep interest, and that is he slowed down. He's not able to be self-soothing and amusing with real women out and about like he did in the past. Right. It's huge, and you can utilize it. And the women in my program are utilizing it. So you are in a position with the two that you like to turn things around. That takes work. Okay. But you can do it. You can do it easily. Right. First and foremost, it's learning the the foundational things that you need to come to, which you are. I'm hearing you're finally kind of getting it in a way, and realizing it is not you. They do want you, but it's what you've been doing and saying. And the reason I say this is because of the outcome. There is no reason for you not to have just what you desire and deserve. You can have it. Mm -hmm. But the only way you're going to quote, win is by being a worthy opponent that a man desires. In whatever they okay. do, remember, we go back to competition, challenge, conquering. And we can't change that and have men connecting to us in the way that we connect in life, meaning via verbalization. And you are attempting to connect with them on a rational level that makes sense Mm -hmm. and get them to discuss why they feel a certain way or why they're doing a certain thing or
3: whatever it's about will never work. Yeah. The other one that I'm seeing, you know, that I'm just met, we met online, you know, I've only got to meet him twice and it was on his lunch break sitting in his car because for one he works so much too. I don't know why I'm tend to be getting all the workaholics. You know, they say that you pick a guy like your father and that just happens to be my father's downfall. Um because so now I mean the time that I have with him is forty five minutes in his car at lunch to sit and chat. Okay. So you twice. tell
1: me now from what I told you. What I just mm-hmm. told you now, what went wrong here?
3: Oh, I'm giving him what you, he wants.
1: And it, it's not really that. Um, you just showed him
3: that's what your value is. Do you understand? How do, yeah, but how else am I supposed to get to know somebody if I can't squeeze into their schedule and they can't because squeeze into mine? Because you don't know how to... Okay, because
1: you don't know how yet, and this is what we would work on from the outset, with each meeting that you have Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis dealing with it because this is so important for you. So this is a good one. I want you to take me back. Let's give him a name. What's his name? We'll say Sam. Okay, Sam. Take me back to when you first met Sam online, meaning you're going back and forth on the app, correct? Correct. Okay, so what was it? Did he reach out to you or you reached out to him?
3: I, if I remember, right, I think mean, this was only last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. I believe he said hi to me first, or okay. I said, you know, I sent a like, and then he responded to it.
1: Okay. So. Um, not in favor of the likes. Don't want to do that. You can look at him. You can look at him, but sending the like is going to get you
3: likely a high. sometimes. So you got a high back? Okay. I said, he said, Hi, my name is Sam. I said, Hi, my name is Susan. And then we just started talking from there. But remember, okay, and wait, I've said wait, wait, this wait. before.
1: I'm going to cut you off because it's so important. I want you to stay on track because here's what happens for all of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you kudos for doing this because it's not easy. When I say doing this, I mean, talking to me about it and talking to me in this way. Right. I don't need the rationalization for why you did what you did. And for you to stay Mm -hmm. in that mindset of giving it to me will not help you. Okay. Okay. So that's why I'm going to stop you because I want to Mm -hmm. put you in a different mindset. Okay. We don't want you Mm -hmm. to be thinking while you're talking to me of the why and let me make sure I get to her the why of it because it's Mm going to just keep you where you are. All right. Mm Because I'm using this as an example for you to understand how it should go so all I need is the information of how it did go okay mm-hmm. so you see you're talking back and forth what was that like uh-huh. huh it was fine what was it
3: like you say I hi normal, you say hi, normal hi. Normal coffee, talk about normal, yeah normal normal things normal conversation stuff that we're looking for um you know long-term relationship mm-hmm. you know stuff okay. like that
1: all right great so, how long did that go back and forth? About how many times? On the
3: site? Yeah. Oh, probably 30.
1: Oh, okay. Way, way, way too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I teach women how to make it short and sweet. Okay. Because here's what I am all about for online for women, especially women over 45 because for any woman it's important but at this juncture in your life you don't want to be wasting a nanosecond on something that's not going to work okay Mm -hmm. because again we go back to men amuse themselves and self soothe with women just like we Mm -hmm. do that with cute puppy videos or kitten pictures or anything of the sort for example when you go onto facebook or whatever instagram and find you know the cute puppy videos that you like or mm-hmm. cat videos that you like you could amuse yourself and self soothe for however long right you could continue to find right. an unending source of those, correct? Right. Yeah. One should understand that when any man is interacting with you online, now, it could be a lot of context. You could be talking about all manner of anything. It doesn't have to be sexual at all. It is just he is getting something, meaning self-soothing or amusing himself just by interacting with you. Okay, It is Mm -hmm. not necessarily anything more and you won't know that. There's no way you can know it. You can't know if it's coming from a serious place for him or if it is just self-soothing and amusing himself. Here's Mm -hmm. a number one principle. Take it that he's just amusing and self-soothing, and you will always have the chance of winning. Okay. Always have the chance of winning by doing that. And one extra benefit from it is that you do not waste your time if that's all he is doing. Okay? Okay. 30, way too much. And I tell you how to get out of that what you actually say in a cute, almost flirty way to get out of that, okay?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, 30 times. How did it come about? What what happened? Um, I guess I should say what happened next, not how did it come about that you met, but, but what happened next?
3: Well, what I was going to say earlier is I can only be on a website for no more than 24 hours because it starts getting overwhelmed. So then I sent him my phone number and I said, text me on here. It's easier for me. And I got to get off the site because I started getting weirdos, freaks, everything after 20, 20 hours. Okay, so I,
1: about that. I, I'm confused. Uh-huh. What do you mean by I can only be on a site for 24 hours? What do you mean by that?
3: Because usually what happens is girls, of course, have more hits than guys do. Um, Like, for instance, my best friend, he could go on a website and get three hits. During that time, I'll get 50.
1: Okay, but, okay, what I need to understand is, when you say go
3: on a site, do you mean just log on? Yeah, so, like, from the beginning, when I set up my profile until I delete my account, I'm on there for 24 hours. So, you go on
1: you go to the trouble of putting yourself on a particular app or site and you do it for just one day.
3: Usually that's all I can. Yeah, that's all I usually can because if not, I've got 300 guys talking to me, literally 300 guys Uh, trying to talk to uh, me. uh, Okay, okay,
1: so something is, yeah. You see, there's so much here, Susan, that is going awry for you. Uh Uh Uh-huh. So much okay, that you really need to make a a commitment to yourself to finally do the work that is going to change things up for you. Mm-hmm. It's just so important for you to commit to this because well, here's one thing I'm, I'm hearing that you, right? Yeah. Yep. Here's, here's one thing that I'm, I'm hearing for you that you know that this is not for a lack of trying, right? You're putting yourself out there. I love that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that you also know now this isn't about you, right? In terms of who you are and all the wonderful things. Um, What can happen is that we start to blame men. They're the issue. Right. We're just mm-hmm. this wonderful woman out there ready to be, uh, you know, in a relationship of uh, give all of ourselves, all of our wonderfulness. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. that there are no good men and they are mm-hmm. the problem. And. That. It it, it can happen easily. And mm-hmm. if you allow that to fester you will get nowhere because I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. here's the deal. It's not that they're the problem. They're not the issue because let me, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, there are scores and scores of men out there, right? Mm -hmm. They will be doing a certain amount of them will be doing what men do. And no matter what you do, it is who you are focusing your time on. And how you are focusing that time? Mm-hmm. Because the issue here is what you've you've been feeling um, like your time has been wasted that you've been um, used and abused for your goodness, right? Mm-hmm. It there are plenty of good men, and and women are getting those men, mm-hmm. and. It is not just happenstance that women are getting those men. It mm-hmm. is those women know that they must be mechanics in a relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. Have you and I ever talked about that? I don't remember if we have or not. We've talked so many times, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. This, okay, so here's what this is in a nutshell is that with a real car, I think you and I have talked about this, that you're one of those rare women that knows a lot about real cars. Yes. Right? But I want you to think in gross generalizations, okay? Not you specifically. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, That most women, they, in terms of a real car, they look at a real car and they like it to look good. They like it to be pretty. They like it to be Mm -hmm. clean. They like to get in it. It feels comfortable. Their seat is good. They turn the key. It's got the amenities, the cup holder, the whatever. And it drives well and they don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. They don't understand when they turn the key how it works at all. They don't want to understand how it works. They don't care to. They just want it to be easy, drive well, and look good. With mm-hmm. men with real cars, they like it to look good as well, drive well, mm-hmm. but they know about them and they like to know about them. They like mm-hmm. to understand. They want to know about what engine it has. They mm-hmm. like to look at pictures of them. They like to talk to mm-hmm. their friends about them. They enjoy and know They enjoy knowing, they enjoy talking about, they like it all. They like the understanding. So here's Mm -hmm. the issue. What is happening is you're turning things around for yourself and that Mm -hmm. with a relationship, it is opposite. A man just wants a relationship to be easy, to look good, to get in it, and it goes the distance with no problems. He may just put gas in it, right? In the, meaning he does what he needs to do to get it to drive well. But he doesn't, in terms of relationship, understand. You hear many times, men, I don't understand women. And they never will. Right. Just like we as women, if it were left to us in the world to be dealing with real cars, we have a lot mm-hmm. of cars on the road just stuck there and never move. Right. Because right. we don't know, we don't want to know. We do not care.
3: They. But how do I turn that off? off? Because because how do you do I what? I do know? How do I turn it off? Because I do know the mechanics of the car. How do I turn that off? Oh, that's fine. No,
1: no, no. It's fine for you to know the mechanics of a real car. What you don't know is how the mechanics of relationships work vis-a-vis men. Right. You've got to be taught it so that it works for you. You can know about the real car. In in the end, when you get your guy, he's going to love that you know about real cars. He's going to love that. That's something right. unique to you that he's going to love. But you've got to know. See, what's happening now is this is what's happening. Is that with the relationship, I want you to think about the relationship is now the car. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to put this in an analogy because I know you do know real cars. Okay. And that's an issue. Yeah. I want you to think of yeah. somebody. Uh, okay. Think of me. Okay. Think of somebody like me. Uh-huh. Um, husband knows everything there is to know about cars. hmm I mean, every single, there's not a car that we walk by here in New York City that he does not know. The year, the make, the model, I mean, and. Anything about it. What kind of engine. Right. It's just unbelievable, right? So, what can happen, we're going to use the analogy of me and my husband, that Mm -hmm. he's going to, that the car, a car, is our relationship. Mm -hmm. And in order for it to work, so there's problems, right? And in order Mm -hmm. for it to work, he takes me out under that car on that rolly thing, right? Or on the cold cement, yeah. greasy floor and says, all right, you see that carburetor? That's got to go into mm-hmm. the hoodsie. what's it? And without the this and that part and how this does this and this does that, we're not going to work as a couple. You've got to understand this. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. What happens is, because I want the relationship car to run, I'm going to yes him to death. I'm going to try and get it, okay? Right. I'm going to, okay, say that again. Okay, uh, all right, yes. And then I'll do anything pretty much to get out from under that car Mm -hmm. because I hate it. I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be greasy. I don't like it. Whatever, right? If he continues Mm -hmm. to do that, what happens for me? What happens for me is eventually I just want a new car. Right. Okay? So here's what you Mm -hmm. are doing. By talking to men in the way that you do, in relating to them in the way that you do, you are metaphorically putting them under a relationship car. They don't want to know. They don't want to talk about it. And here's what happens for them. They just say, okay, she can be a friend. She can be a friend that I can maybe talk to this stuff when I feel like it and on the level I feel like it. But you will not get them because they just want a different car.
3: Do you understand? Kind of, but it makes me feel like I have to act like I'm the dumb blonde that everybody already assumes that I that's am. It has
1: nothing to do with your knowledge of real cars.
3: Oh, I know that. I'm just saying because I can are. hold a conversation.
1: No, you absolutely, do you think I don't hold conversations? No, I, no, I know okay. you know how to okay, hold what, Okay, What about every other woman you know that's in a marriage?
3: You think she can't hold a conversation? Most of my friends have been with their husbands since high school. So when they met them, they didn't have to hold a conversation. They grew uh, up I'm with them now. Ah, okay, okay. See, that's where, my, that's where a lot of my problem is, is that because I look at my friends now and I'm like, well, you guys are really opposite. Then I have to sit there and think, well, they knew each other in high school when they both looked completely different. So now loves- they can have a conversation. They, now they can have a conversation with each other because they have known each other it's junior high high school and they know what each other expects from each other okay so let's, i'm coming into ruin mild ruin models no susan let's take a step back
1: okay i want you to uh uh-huh. expand your mind beyond your friends uh-huh how many people are divorced in this world 50 way too many yeah. wait right okay yeah there are many, 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 many women who are married again, right? And, and have a right. long-lasting, wonderful relationship. Right. You don't have to ever dumb yourself down. This is not about not being who you are. This is about your approach is metaphorically putting a man into a position that he does not want to be in, and that is the way you are trying to relate to them about love, relationships, and all of that. Not how you relate about uh, politics, uh, current events, um, uh, what kind of rug you want in the apartment, you know, whatever. No. Mm Mm-hmm. It's about how you are relating to them because you are not allowing them to feel what they need to feel to want you as more than a friend. And that is what we would be working on. And that's when I say we work at for each particular woman, what it is that is holding her up. That's all it is that is holding you up. Mm All it is, and I hear it from the moment you meet them. The 30 Mm -hmm. interactions with the man, what you are showing him, because it's always not what you are saying, what you are showing. Men relate Mm -hmm. via action, not verbalization. You can say all you want to say. It will mean nothing. Nothing. It's what you do. You showed one man, I'm of so little value, I'm willing to go meet a man in his car at his lunch break. Oh, my gosh. You, that is, you, there is no way that will get you anything but possibly killed on the one end. Right? Mm -hmm. And on the other, feeling awful when he doesn't follow up. There's nothing about you that must change. It is how you show yourself to them initially to set yourself up for real success. And then following through with easy tweaks in how you relate to them about this stuff. You don't have to dumb yourself okay. down. You can be telling them you know how to fix a car. It's just right. going to dear them more to you, okay? We want you to be who mm-hmm. you are. Each puppy is loved for its particular qualities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is not about looks. You know that. You get Listen, you're getting all those hits, right, right. from a profile. What does that tell you? Not about your looks.
3: Right. Right. Does any of this make sense? Yes, to some degree. That's I'm just com- my big my biggest confusion is, okay, right now with the pandemic and you know, I live in Texas, you live in, you know, an area that is largely COVID related right now. We we live in two populous areas that you know, that are COVID so, I can't go to just go have a drink with somebody. I can't just go sit in a restaurant and meet somebody. I don't want to go to their house the first time because then they think I'm easy. So, if I can't meet him for his lunch in the time that he can meet, where am I supposed to meet? The, am I supposed to wait till this virus may or may not get over and say, okay, let's meet now and then he's already moved on? Or how am I supposed to reconnect mm-hmm. this way? Mm-hmm. And,
1: and that is, I, I can tell you, I could go on for, you know, a half hour about it, for sure, how you do it. But that's what <clears throat> takes the commitment of you to be working with me on it so that we go step by step by step with the details of each particular interaction with each man. Okay. Because it's going awry before you even get there. You've been banging your head against a wall for a long time now. I'm talking about it. Right? And,
3: yeah. and I'm talking about a cement wall with steel bindings.
1: Right? And you don't deserve yeah. that at all. No, I know you I are don't deserve a that. Lovely, wonderful person that is fun as well and men enjoy that about you, right? You've had Mm -hmm. three marriages, right? Men want you. right? It is when you're dealing with online especially and when a man doesn't get to meet you in a natural normative way through time, right? We think about now, how do people meet who are, you know, not in college, right? Not in their 20s going to clubs. Right? Right. How do people meet? It's now largely online because you can't have a relationship where you work. That can be just exactly
3: right, horrible. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that one before. So yeah,
1: it it doesn't, you know, and for most people, it's you're really taking such an enormous risk now for that to right. occur, right? And right. where else? Okay, maybe it is some place of worship, church, or a synagogue, or uh, you know, wherever. But that's that's limited. I mean, right. seriously. Right, especially limited. right now. Oh my gosh, of course, right? Online is the new way, but like with anything that's um, not been made, I'll put it to you this way, not been made a country. For example, you know, when we were not a country yet, or we only had the 13 states, and the, it was the Wild mm-hmm. West, you know, and people were going out to the Wild West, there were no rules. Right? Men would go out with their guns and they would just decide, I'm taking over this area and everybody else, and they kept them away with their guns. There were no rules. There were no governing uh, principles. There was nothing. And this is what has happened with online dating. Right. There is not a way. And what happens is because it's men and women, the men run amok. Mm hmm. And with the, with the women that I'm working with, they get as many um, uh, hits like you're getting, right? Right. But it's right. the way you work through them and what you do that allows you to get. This isn't a numbers game in that way. You don't want to meet 300 men. No. You want to find the right one because that's a big, big time waster. I was uh, right. on the phone with a, a client of mine who um, she was talking about having worked with a former coach, whereby she was meant to accept every single meeting from anyone who wanted to meet her. She went on Mm-mm. 47 meetings in, I forget what kind of time frame. And it was, uh, uh, What? No, no, no. no,
3: that's a waste of
1: time. Absolutely. And she had to come back and say exactly what was... And I said, how many of them were you actually interested in and attracted to? She said, like, maybe, you know, three or four. Out of 47, yes. Exactly. It's ridiculous. You cannot work within that. This isn't about, here I am, whatever a man is interested, I'll take. No, it's getting to what you want, showing that man who you are in a way that allows him to see it. See, all that's happened here, you've been showing them who you are. They mm-hmm. haven't been able to see it in a way that they... um. That they can feel for you more than a friend. Right. See, they see you
3: and they love it. And then they want to be your friend. Right. And get to know That's- me. And it can take time. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I'm getting to the age where it's, I'm, it, I'm not wasting time. Then
1: you have to do it this way. Because this is the way that fast tracks the man to be pursuing yeah. you. In the way, it, it must be, you can't fast track it in how you feel like you want to fast track it. You have to do it right. so the man fast tracks it. Right. It's, there's an oxymoronic thing play here because men and women are so different. You think you're fast tracking it by talking to him about, right. I don't want to waste time. Uh, let's get to know each other. Uh, all the, it, No, no, no. Does not work for the man. Right. Okay. Right. So you can do this if you commit to the change because it's gotta be you gotta make very serious changes here or you will continue to get more of the same. Okay. Yeah. I know it's not it's not fun, right? We want we want something in our lives to not um, how should I put it? You know, to just be. You see around us, it A seems tour? like yeah. It, you look around, and like, well, well, she got love, and they're in love, and they're together, and like this doesn't make any sense, right?
3: Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because you know, since my. Different marriages happen in different decades. They've all been different some way. You know, via my ex-husband, I met online. We ended up getting married, it was great at first, great. Now I'm back to the point of trying to date online and I have dated from free sites to paying hundreds of dollars to websites. They're all the same. And it's like, I mean, I don't know what else to do. And I don't know, obviously I'm saying something wrong or I feel like I'm just, you know, I feel like I, it's just a big waste of time anymore. But then what happens is I get in a cycle of, okay, I'm not dating anymore. Now I'm bored. Let's go on a website, see what I can find. I do that. Then they're an idiot. And I'm like, oh, why did I do this? Because,
1: yes, because you are continuing to do the same thing and expecting to get different results. You right. must be different to get those different results. And the work, ladies, is always about us because when we understand completely how the man is interpreting what we are doing and saying we win, mm-hmm. you are, are being honest, open, forthright, who you are, all of that in a way that doesn't serve you it's not serving you at all it has to be tweaked for you to understand what they are getting from it right it's not inspiring their desire to make you more than a friend okay yeah and and you have to make those changes so I want to talk to you about that office podcast, but I thank you so much for doing this and catching us up because I think you are at a time of possible real change. And I, I just hear everybody who's listening to this going, Oh, I hope she does it. I hope she, because you deserve it. You so deserve it. I know. So yes, you do. So, thank you for being on today, and we will talk. Uh, I'm going to stop this uh, recording and then we'll do some more talking.
2: Are you online dating or thinking about it? Go to the one love dating test.com and see where you fall on the scale of being expert, adept, or inept at capturing the interest of men who are ready, willing, and able to commit. It's fast, free, and you'll get immediate results.
1: It was great talking to Susan again to help someone come to a place where they know they need change. That's always a good place. While it's uncomfortable for us, it can be exhilarating at the same time because we say, okay, I know I need something here to make a change. That's a life plateau that we reach and then we go on to the next one because we're always learning. I was telling her about when we were talking about uh, doing the program and little tweaks she could make immediately for being on the first call, et cetera, et cetera, that there are levels of consciousness related to competence and many of us, depending on what it is, live in unconscious incompetence. We don't know what we don't know what we don't know. Next is conscious incompetence. And we live there in many things in our lives. Like, for example, um, it might be related to um, computers. Meaning dealing with software or something. I live in conscious incompetence. I know I don't know a thing and I have to go to someone and get help with it in order to move me up to the next level, which is unconscious competence. The next level in learning anything, say like a language, is you're learning, you're learning, you're learning, you're in conscious incompetence. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get anywhere with this. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm learning the language and they're speaking too fast and I can't get it. And then that next level, which is unconscious competence. Meaning, you know more than you think you know. And then finally, after, they say, 10,000 hours of doing anything religiously and mindfully, you reach conscious competence. So in terms of Susan, here to four in episodes 16 and 45 and really until she reached out to me for this podcast, is living in unconscious incompetence and finally there was something happened where she began to move up to conscious incompetence and i need to make a change here to have a different result where can i go for the right direction learning, guidance, support. Because again, we go back to the change is always about us. When we make that change, the men that we're relating to relate to the change and then show us who they are and what it is that they want. But without that change, In us, we will go about meandering around just feeling incompetent and not getting anywhere. So, I'm not going to give you the outcome on anything with our talk with Susan, of course. But maybe you'll continue to listen in and hear updates on her. If you have questions related to anything you know you've heard here, please reach out to Michelle at CoachHolograms.com and say I want to know more, or if you want to be on the podcast. You can also go to RealCoachingConversations.com. The form is right there. You could be speaking to me and finding out anything you want to know related to love, romance, dating. I also ask that you subscribe to the podcast so that you are continually alerted to when new ones come out bi-monthly and also that it helps me to keep the podcast going. And also uh, connect with me on Facebook Instagram, I'm going to be really doing a lot more on YouTube, connect with me on YouTube and see my videos there because any support in that way keeps it going, you will get information and by subscribing you help all other women do what you likely, being a listener here, know. That with any man in your life, it's so important that you make him wonder.
2: Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at MakeHimWonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations Discover her books and other resources and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you.